Luke Byron, Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. It's the spitballing pod. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. You know we've been fighting for one and still fighting to this day. To this day. Aguero! Surprise, motherfuckers. Back out to Allen. History pointer. Bang! I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Listen, I ain't going to forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might be. Hello and welcome to episode 155 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Alex Jones and Tom Kennett. No Troy today, he's away with his family, so we'll give that as a acceptable excuse. Jack is away with business, he tells us, so uh, electrician last week, away on business this week. Priorities are just in the wrong place, but as I said last, actually, did you listen to last week's Alex? I did listen to last oh, week's. As I said... Hi. Highlight my week at work. Given it's that that is the trade-off when you don't turn up to an episode. You get the pleasure of listening in, not knowing what's going to happen. Well, I'll say to you again, we know Jack doesn't, so you can say whatever you want about him because <laughs> uh, he's not going to hear it. That's disgraceful, really, isn't it? How can we encourage other people to listen when he won't listen himself? Exactly. The one plus to me getting a work phone was I could uh, leave us a review on the podcast. <laughs> on a so separate device. That tips us over the edge to getting charted. <laughs> <laughs> if you see the username we got grenades man <laughs> that's me so we got a bit of everything this week we got news of the week we've got the transfer window round that we'll probably get into a bit of the weekend's Premier League action we'll see how time goes and then we've got some of that old school three man pod talk about whatever really so this week's going to be about films and maybe concepts that could have been done justice better or films that would be acceptable to be remade on the background today, we've got Kobe Bryant's 61-point game against the Knicks. So I can watch some old Knicks and it's probably a more entertaining game than I'd be used to. For sure. And after that, I think if it comes on the auto queue, then it's the game he scored 81, but I can't remember who that was against. So can't be too specific there. Anyway, news of the week. Shall I get straight in? Anyone have anything else to say? No, nah, go for okay. it. So... Indian woman stuffs chili powder inside genitals of husband's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you you wonder you wonder how like how she's managed to pull that off. Whether she's gone for them in <laughs> sleep or just how she got hold her. of her genitals. Yeah, yeah. We we said last week, I think it was when we were talking about uh, the like bugs that were being given names for Valentine's that people could then like feed to whatever creature. This woman who did this is also the exact type that's going to say, like, look, I don't care about him anymore. He's out of my life now. She'll have an an Instagram story up saying, like, new year, new me. She'll have done that and then later put, like, a picture up saying, like, too blessed to be stressed or something. Remember them? Meanwhile, she's fingering a bloke's ex-bird with chili powder (laughs) to get revenge. Them Twitter accounts that would be attributed to, like, Post Malone, Mac Miller, like, any old R&B singer that would just be putting like motivational quotes on there. And you had the Chris Brown ones that were doing all this like motivational stuff. And it's, I'm not sure you read the news recently. With, <laughs> it clearly isn't 
the lifestyle that he's into. He's an inspirational speaker. I remember Post Malone like quote tweeted one saying like that's absolutely not what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> and that little spell where there was things like fuck a fake friend going around. Yeah. Like, like that was some incredible insight. Like having a fake friend was a bad thing. Without that, you saying that, I would never have known. Essentially, in the, in the summer, whatever the main Drake anthem is, there's like gets the, one line from it. Yeah. So you had, um, I only love my bed and my mama, I'm sorry. And yeah, that was one. yeah. And people are like, he's actually, the name of his kid is Bed. <laughs> and he snuck that in there. And people believe this because it's on Twitter. Like people <laughs> saying that Dettel knew about the coronavirus years ago and they had this snuck on the back of a label saying among their ingredients kills coronavirus and people are oh this is another government plant <laughs> to trim the population fuck me <laughs> we've trimmed it by a, what, a couple of hundred at this point <laughs> is that is that a simpson prediction like a genuine thing that's going around like I like i know we've heard like like the one that's just come out for kobe and the, the uh, coronavirus is that like an actual solids another Simpsons future See, I didn't thing. even check this out. This is no. a classic case of, yeah. it's been said, but I didn't check it out. But they have done, obviously, I've trippy se- things before. So. I've seen the image, but it's like, things whether are they so easy. It. Yeah, it's just, I don't know whether it's true. think with this Simpsons stuff, as weird as some of them are, if you weigh up the things that have happened in there that haven't come true compared to the ones yeah. that have, then it's probably not that shocking that some of the things have happened. The one with like Trump being president, okay, maybe some of them are weird. There's one with the Twin Towers burning as well. Yeah, I did just think, even like the setting of like the Trump one where he was like on the escalator and things like that. I do think that's quite weird. It's quite mm. a weird thing for to have got spot on. The list is massive, though. Yeah, like, there are the, that's the thing. There are some crazy things. Who who are those people though that see it happen and instantly like that happened in The Simpsons? No, I know someone who has some serious I, Simpsons it's, trivia. It's usually not like a major though. moment, is it? It's like a kind of oh, yeah. passing thing in yeah, the episode. Yeah. Like with with um, South Park, something happened with Michael Jackson. There's episodes where Michael Jackson is like the main character, so that would come bam to me. If it was something in the background, like Michael Jackson walked past and then something happens, that wouldn't go straight into my head. And the self thing is overtly offensive normally, isn't it? So it sticks in your mind. Whereas The Simpsons is normally something fairly innocuous yeah. that just happens to have been brought back up. The Twin Towers one was literally a poster on the wall, and someone was like just picked it out from a screen grab. Well, the That's thing is, the trick. thing is, though, it's like they've probably been rewatched since, and it's like, oh, like, and then they double check the date. Though, though, yeah. Usually, since usually, like, yeah. bang, the Simpsons predicted there. this. There's some like 12 minute video I saw on Facebook once. I didn't watch it through, but some is someone obviously shared it saying like proof that the Simpsons writers are time travellers. <laughs> it could could do a whole segment on watching like a load of the Simpsons and then picking out what we think is going to come true well, next. Think, which is it. legit. Which is. I think Jack is weirdly like a super fan of the Simpsons, but really? obviously he's not here to tell us. And he won't listen to find out either. No. Man arrested for trying to pay for prostitute with hamburger. <laughs> Don't know why she didn't take the cash up front. Or why he thought that well, you assume the cheeseburger's then going to be cold by... Unless he's very quick. Unless Could it was a pre, pre-bite, pre or... No. Could you just deny that it was like sort of payment, though? You say, look, I just thought she looked hungry. True. You could claim... Thinking of her health. You know, you could claim, look, I didn't want to have sex with her, so she, she assumed... We yeah, don't. that could have, been, it could have been a real nice story. She assumed the worst, didn't Buying her some food, because she's, like, maybe struggling, and she's just, you know, jumped on that old bang wagon. There's a lad we know who thought that he'd pulled a bird in Thailand that 
wasn't actually just weirdly enthusiastically finding him handsome and wanting to go back to his within seconds. And he never managed, much likes there at all. He managed to negotiate his way to pay him with um, a trip to McDonald's and some chicken nuggets, but had to go with her to buy it for her after. That seems a fair compromise, doesn't it? Probably not for her. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably no, a pretty horrendous deal for her. When you know the person as well, then. Mm. Yeah. Do I know this person? You probably know the name, but... No, the... No. <laughs> okay. Surname rise with... All right. She did have a cleft palate as well by the story. <laughs> wife, so it's really oh. narrowing it down for you. <laughs> Consume cow urine or cow dung to stop the effect of coronavirus, says Hindu Mahasaba president. All right, that's just a, he's just trolling. He's just trolling. That's all he's doing. He's seen his opportunity and he's just trolling. Would you do it? If it was like a deadly thing, I'll have to have it first. More, and more, no, but more and more people are all around you, uh, dropping like flies. You're thinking, I've only got a few days here. I'm a bit on both sides because, as I do hate being ill, particularly deadly ill, I would imagine. I well, also, yeah, you haven't thrived too well with a cold, so I, I feel like a deadly virus you, you might struggle with. Can you imagine him with any of the plagues? Can you imagine? I said before, I frequently second, do. The second someone near me got it. I'd kill myself because I'd be so convinced that I was going to catch it. It wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy the rest of the time I have <laughs> anyway. Oh, God's sake! There's no fight in you at all, is there? No, there's no there fight. Isn't. But imagine, imagine like you could be on your deathbed and Luke could be like, "Fuck, this is going to happen to me. This is going to fucking happen to me." <laughs> well, imagine, I'm, I've got minutes left here. So I can't believe I'm going to die. <laughs> imagine like your mum has the plague. She's asking you for help. Like, can you just get me? Something? I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, 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 he comes no, at us he, with he the morals. He comes he, at us with the morals. And it's, can't. You, can't, you can't. I remember there was a bloke who used to come in the co-op that had some thing of his hands and whenever he used to give give you the cash, he used to run his hands like across yours oh. to give you it. Oh. And you used to have to like peg it out the back and use like a bottle of antibacterial stuff because <laughs> it was like cabin fever. And the second your hand like itches after, you're like, oh God. <laughs> I've got it. Well, of of you, all the things that happened in Game of Thrones, the thing that freaked me out the most, where I got to a point where I couldn't look, was um, grayscale. When, yeah, when he starts getting the grayscale, and yeah, when, yeah, by the touch, and when he starts like picking it off, and even just beforehand, when you see it like yeah. start to be there, and then it, it that it, was too much for me. It, it smooth cuts into a pie. Oh, oh, stop. Yeah. I found something strangely satisfying about when they were picking it off. Yeah, yeah. It it no, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I'm with picking you. a scab. It yeah. gave me the same feeling as trypophobia. It was like the same thing for me. <laughs> like I was like shivering while watching it. <laughs> oh, she can't say no. The story of the Ugandan men demanding to be breastfed. That sounds like one of those old game shows we used to say. <laughs> can't believe that was on TV. She can't say no. <laughs> Quebec hunter airlifted to hospital after being attacked by 500 pound seal. <laughs> Imagine how terrifying that would be. That, basically a seal the size of the big show. Well, seals look 
like cute in cartoons, and then you see what a seal like, actually looks like. Yeah, they and it's they're dangerous. Opposite. Well, no, they're dangerous, but it does, it's not even like a nice looking animal. No, no, they can move fast as well across the ground, like waddle over to you. Same as hippos look nice in like cartoons as well. A hippo will fuck you up. Yeah, <laughs> they've seen Madagascar <laughs> and they've gone, yeah. Yes. Man riding horse stopped by police for using phone in Australia. Didn't have a hands-free device fitted to the horse, police say. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll back that. I'll back that. You know, cyclists, cart motorists, anybody, any road users can't use uh, can't use their uh, their phones on the go. Horses fall into that category. There's some sort of dad joke about Bluetooth there, isn't there? But we won't <laughs> we won't do it. Egyptian toy boy, thirty-five, who bedded Gran eighty, doesn't care she's older than his mum. Sorry, if you've so not seen the clip, I have seen the clip. Say say say, say it again. Say that again for me. Egyptian toy boy, thirty-five. Who bedded Gran eighty doesn't care she's older than his mum. It's not his Gran, gran but a grandmother. Okay, okay. It is an important part of that but story. But if you go to I think it was on this morning, then you'll see yeah. a viral clip there and she's talking about how she couldn't walk the next day, so and they they genuinely said to her, like, oh, so was it like the first time she goes, Rough was, Oh my god, we've got a we've got a loose one here. She said it felt like she had saddle sores. <laughs> oh my god. Said so she's a whole tub of KY jelly on the first night. Oh, God. you got to bear in mind, they can say this on a show at like 10 o'clock in the morning, but you can't swear on a boxing match during a boxing match. <laughs> Homeowner calls 911 after finding six-foot snake hiding in his couch. Fuck. That would be pretty freaky. That's like Aladdin where they come out of the, like, pots. <laughs> up like that in like every every film. Am I, imagine being sat on your sofa and then all of a sudden over your shoulder, you see that head. That just that that. Just you see the little tongue out the corner of your eye. It's just wrapping around your neck. <laughs> I remember one of my brothers, um, not the one that listens to this, thankfully, was freaked out for ages after watching the second Harry Potter film with all the spiders because he was convinced they were going to start coming out of the toilet <laughs> if he was having a poo. <laughs> and it wasn't the snake that scared him in that, the no. basilisk. No. Well, I mean, you, you'd you hope, for one, that doesn't exist, and two, you'd see that coming. But if you're on a well, game... Well, clearly not. Clearly not in you, the film. If you're on a game on your phone, then you're not like, going to see that. So those spiders, they'd have to be okay swimming through the water, but I'd assume at that age wasn't part of the problem. Priest gets 60 days in jail for bubble wrapping boy. <laughs> and that's actually quite a good headline when it comes to priests and boys. So uh, I was well, it depends say, what like, he did what, once he had him bubble wrapped, doesn't what, it? What, what is the context? Once he's got the arms the bu- wrapped up. Yeah, what is the context behind the bubble wrap? We don't go into it. Oh. Rapper sentenced to 99 years in prison for paying Hitman to murder his mum so he could claim her life insurance. He what? He paid a hitman to murder his mum, claimed the life insurance, shot like a music video, like flossing with all his new chains and everything, and then it was revealed how he suddenly had all this money. <laughs> That's sensational. The hitman we, used know, we used to know so, someone who talked about didn't they, arranging a hitman. Yeah. So there's something about, why don't you take money off a loan shark and then pay a hitman to kill the loan shark or something. The, the hitman got 100 years, so. And he got 99? Slightly, yeah. It's a bit. Nice. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I agree with that because effectively the hitman was just doing his job at the end of the day. It's a job, isn't it? <laughs> it's a job whether you agree with it or not. It's the money's right. We're all we're all we're all idolising over that film, The Irishman, at the moment. It's you know 
What's the difference? Uh, Ninety nine problems and his mum is one. I qu- I quite <laughs> like with films when they're arranging to kill someone and then they have that moment of morality, like make sure it's quick. <laughs> like that's the bit that's crossing the line if it's done slowly, or it, it or it's like a it go like a clean death. Make sure it's a clean death. <laughs> Woman with 31 fingers and toes, cruelly branded witch by neighbours. I don't know if if either of you have seen the picture of it. But... No, I haven't seen the picture of it. 31? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to stick up for the woman, but it seems... She'd stick 31 back at you. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah, that is a lot, oh, isn't okay. it? Okay, maybe not. It's not like she's been blessed and she's like good looking in the face either so she's been dealt like a raw deal yeah that is rough all around isn't it <laughs> I was going to say why she's wearing shoes but I can understand maybe you wouldn't have shoes that fit so <laughs> tricky answer, one answer yeah. my own question yeah there's, there's you couldn't a even lot. get into flip flops in them where would you put it which little gap would you put it in <laughs> if anything you've just got more options yeah I, I don't <laughs> let, let's be honest I don't think she's fussed about flip flops that much <laughs> she's not she's got not only 31 toes, but dirty feet as well. Uh, yeah, no excuse for that. <laughs> Overweight man gets stuck halfway down 290-foot chimney. Jesus Christ. So we know where Father Christmas went. Yeah, what was it? How did it what gave him the right to do that? What did he think? Oh, this, will, this will work out. Maybe he was clearing out his chimney. Sounds like a euphemism if I rebel. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing in your room? <laughs> Half an hour. Clearing out a chimney. Ancient, never-before-seen viruses discovered locked up in Tibetan glacier. This sounds a bit beyond RMO. I'll be honest. This, this sounds, sounds a bit. Like, this sounds, this like sounds a, a bit beyond us. Like, there's like a picture of the like um, what they called like the little like trays with the like bacteria and where they've been like extracting it to try and find out what it is now. Yeah. And you just leave that there. You put that somewhere where it's not going to melt and <laughs> keep this the hell away. <laughs> yeah, why, why are we going looking for this monster? <laughs> it could be the thing is though, it could be they could be um, used as cures for thing. That's why they're getting them. Well, as maybe, well. but it probably still be on the back of the fucking devil. That, that does sound like, like a film. That does sound like a film plot. That it, does. That's like putting it's not the mummy. <laughs> all your money yeah. on red or black. Yeah, you might yeah. get double your money, but you also might lose everything. Yeah. New Zealand teacher punches student for teasing his paedophile moustache. I saw the headline. I did this. see the headline. Yeah, I put this, it in our yeah. chat. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Finally, <laughs> angry dwarf is jailed after sticking a sucker dart on his head and pretending to be a Dalek in row which led to him being tasered twice by police. <laughs> <laughs> now this, now oh this is what you want to see a video of more than anything in the world. <laughs> this is, that is brilliant. <laughs> Fuck me, he's really lost it, hasn't he? It's also the anniversary of the death of Gordon Ramsay's dwarf lookalike, who was found in some marshes in Wales. Oh, jeez. Seven years ago. <laughs> the anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get together for the reunion every, yeah. every year. Bloody hell. Now, I hope you didn't think that you were going to escape the name game, Alex, with there just no. being three of us. So No, I go. wasn't. As always, I've got three letters, so I've got it. So it's not letters we've used previously. Okay. Well, whichever one of you picks the letter to start, you start, we'll go around in the circle. So either way, if TK starts, we'll go Alex, me. If Alex starts, we'll go TK, me. So I'm last. Are we doing best, are we doing best of three? Well, we've got three, so we'll do all, all right, of them. Okay. So TK one three now. Can, it, can it be the same? Can we get a same same letter? 
as we've had in previous weeks? Or we, you like ticking we, them off as we, you go? We can do, but for the start, I thought if we use ones we haven't used. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only 26 letters in the alphabet. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I know. I don't I know. Really so we've, only got, we've only got a few weeks of it. So. And, you know, X and Q, we're probably going to be struggling with. We're going to get to this final couple of weeks and we're we'll going to res- have it down to a T because we can research those by letters. <laughs> Scrapping to get to Abel we- Xavier. <laughs> Are we sticking with five seconds or are we going more? No, I think that's fair. I think uh, that sticks on us. Pressure's on. All right, so one, two, or three, Alex, and we'll see what number you're starting with. One. A. Okay. Um, Abameyang. Alexander-Arnold. Aurelio. And Bonghill. Arbeloa. Arshavin. Uh, Adebayor. Keith Andrews. <laughs> I, I had Akin Femmel, but he's not in the Prem. So. <laughs> I had, uh, had uh, Arnautovic. No, so it's you. Arnautovic. Oh, shit. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got a <the> win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, once he'd gone out, I thought, right, we've done eight. And then, oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> My head went completely. Oh. All right, two or three, TK? Uh, three. J. Go. Milan Jovanovic. Genus. Juicy Askelainen. Klaus Jensen. Jorginho. Phil Jagielka. Phil Jones. Johnson. Glenn Johnson. Roger Johnson. You're done. Yeah. Oh. Alex? Um, Johnson. Andy Johnson. Oh, that was Took it out. Adam Johnson. <laughs> We're bringing pedos in. I mean, oh, no, no. Oh, that was that was good. That was good. Oh. I, the tension, the tension. Oh. I knew there was a Jensen, but I couldn't remember the first name. Yeah, I had, I had John Jensen in my head, and I couldn't think if that was someone. Oh. I well, yeah, you had um, Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. just like oh bloody hell they all come in your name yeah. after you're gone yeah ready yeah which one of you wants to start but we don't know what's the letter what's the letter for that well who hasn't started yet me you start then sure oh wait you can see the letter can't you yeah alright do you want to go for- oh, I'll go. I'll go first K bang uh Kolarov Kevin Kilban Kalasanach King oh King Ledley King. Kennedy. King Cladzi. King Cladzi. Uh, Kolarov. You already said him. You, you started with him. You said him, yeah. Oh, You're shit. Thank you. Matai Kesman. Kuzman. You're done. Kuzman? You played for Chelsea. Who? Kuzman. Who's Kuzman? I don't know the first name, but uh, I, think, I think we've got. A, I, I think we're remember. talking about Matai Kuzman, who I see. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm thinking of Carl Kuzma. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I'm sure that's a basketball player. I'll, I'll revisit it when we're done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> let me have a look. Let me have a look. This will decide whether. Kuzma. How right. are you spelling this? No, I, I did have it, but I, who did you have, TK? I said Matai Kesman. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I'm we've sure got, was a Kuzman. We've got a freeway split. Is that what is that? Do we do another round to finish it off? We can do if you want me to get a random letter. Oh, yeah, let's do a random letter. Jesus. So even if it's one, we've it's been a pretty pitiful showing. But also quite nice and competitive, so all right, even... it's all like what we want the Premier League to be. <laughs> well, we don't actually want a good team, we just want... All right, even if we get a letter with Oriad here, we're going to roll with it. All right, yes, okay, yes, okay, okay. Even if we go down to... Even if we get a Z. I'll be honest, I'm not backing any of us to revisit <laughs> the names we had in previous weeks. So. All right, you ready? Yeah. So who's starting? Because the second I say the letter, bang, we're in, so you don't have I'm any time to I'm start. I'm scared, thinking. I'm scared. All right, I'll go. I'll all take right. it for the team. K. Oh, we've just done it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Thank God for that. <laughs> right. Tension. Ready? Yeah. B. Beckham. Bullard. Bravo. Balak. Bale. Balak. Oh, we certainly said Balak. Bebe. Yeah, I said Balak. I said Balak. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one. Babiaro. Bebe. Bularuz. Bakioko. Basingwa. Baldy. Bent. Burkamp. The other Bent. <laughs> you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. Uh, oh. Babiaro. He's already said Babiaro. Yeah. Oh, you're out as well. <laughs> oh. What a way to do it. <laughs> what a way to see it over. We should have quit when we were ahead. <laughs> if we do that again, we'd have had an O. So. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, we'll carry on. So, what have we got? So the transfer window roundup. I've got. I've be, I've eliminated any of the ridiculous like, eighteen-year-olds being loaned out. So seems fair. I'll go through, and some of them will have something to say about some. We'll just kind of acknowledge in passing. So mm. Arsenal up first. So in Pablo Mari on loan from Flamengo, and Cedric Suarez on loan from Southampton. The Suarez one was a little odd. It is until you realise who his agent is, and that seems to be the way Arsenal do business now. We're <laughs> Which in agent with you like? super agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Southampton have apparently come out and said that they couldn't believe their luck when the call came in. <laughs> as we're, we're paying a £1 million loan fee. We're paying all his wages for the end of the season, and basically any bonuses in his Southampton contract, we're paying as well we so if he this. has a goal bonus appearances whatever so apparently he's not going to be fit for some say straight after this international break some are say in March so we've got another Kim Kallstrom yeah but basically he's a free agent at the end of the season so we're obviously thinking he's good enough and we're going to then snap him up and I don't know what wages we'll be paying him not bad backup I think he does a job doesn't he Cats just let himself in. I was going, I'm so confused. Yeah, I, I know cats can open doors if they want. But... I assume my mum opened the door. I'm thinking that oh, puss. Basically, we want backup for Bellerin because he's uh, injury prone, to say the least. Hmm. Callum Chambers was the other kind of backup right back. Maitland Niles, who that I think, if he wants to be in the Arsenal team, then he should be saying, "This is where I want to play," because. He's not going to be starting in central midfield for Arsenal. That yeah, that does seem unless he sees himself as a defensive midfielder because other than Torreira, we don't have one. So that's the only other thing that Arteta said he wants us to be more unpredictable and you can't just see our squad and know our starting lineup's gonna be. He wants to have options. So. 
I mean, like having defensive options in the situation you're in isn't exactly a bad thing. You know, no. it's not. It's you know, it's, you need you need backup there at the I moment. It's a classic January transfer in many ways, isn't it? Yeah, where it's not particularly big signing, but yeah, cover for all of how we say fullbacks are growing in importance in football. There also seems to be an overwhelming amount of awful fullbacks <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. I think to be fair though, I think that's more of. Um, Along the lines of the people are thinking, they're still looking at them as if they're like the, the, the defensive responsibilities, where that's where the fullback role isn't developing. It's that forward, that forward dominance. I mean, effectively, the, it's not, not even, many can defend. It's not even a fullback position. It's more of just, like it's just a, the right, the wing backs are effectively coming. Even as, if you asked me to name five good fullbacks in the league, I'd struggle to pick five good ones. Well, well, I disagree. I, I disagree. Like, are you thinking from a defensive You're capability? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of the Don't position, even. so you need to be somewhat pacey, good with the ball. Both. You, I would say the the tick to tick the boxes for a good ball back. If you're going to utilize them like Pochettino did, um, would oh. be uh, can collect the ball, take the ball at the field with pace, potentially decent cross on them. Um, has the ability to just apply defend pressure. Defend a bit. Spurs Defe- got- a defensive defend a bit. present in the defence. <laughs> a body in a the body way. in the defence. Spurs got rid of their best one. Yeah. And then we were told that Walker Peters was, it's yeah. all right, we got it. <laughs> now he's gone as yeah. well. Yeah, but it, I, I think, uh, you know. They actually did that twice. Trent, already. Got rid of Walker Trent, and sort of tripped him there. Like, let, let's, I think Kyle Walker is a, de- for where the fullback is go. The position's good. I think you can say Kyle Walker. You can say Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, After what Walker's been. When Rose has got... Actually, it is actually a good question. If you were writing for whatever newspaper, blog, whatever, tomorrow, if you were writing an article for spitballingpod.com and you had to say whether it was good business or bad business, if you were looking back now and you looked at the 50 million spent on Kyle Walker, would you say good business or bad business? For Man City. For City. For City. Yeah. Um, oh, I think you've got to look at them. They've got to won two Premier League titles yeah, since, yeah. and it, it, he's it's hard for him to shine out in a squad of that strength. Um, and for the way that for the way that um Pep plays, I think it was a good. I think it's a good signing. I think he's. Yeah, I would say I, it's a good signing. Just so I know if you put that on, I think you'd be fairly split down the middle. I think there with, would be some debate, wouldn't there? Yeah, it would yeah. Be. I, I would go with what AJ said there, but he, if he you did, put it out he, online, he did. He, in terms of, I think at the time the options that were available to him, I think he was the best option for what Pep would utilize. What event Pep utilized him for eventually? Um, I think, and let's be honest, it's good business for City because fifty million to them isn't fifty million to Spurs or or Arsenal or you know is. It's not really a problem. It's just they saw the player they wanted. They're willing to pay the price tag for it. Job done. I'd say it was good business at both ends, to be honest. Well, if you looked that they spent the same money on John Stones and Carl Walker, you'd consider one a far better deal than the other, wouldn't you? Didn't it spend 60 on Mendy? Of course. So. Yeah, yeah so, when you look at it like that. And if we're talking about injury-prone fullbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's one. So Pablo Mari can't profess to know a lot about us. The What I've seen is, well, I've seen him for one game. The game against Liverpool in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the club yeah, yeah, championships, yeah. where I saw the first tweet I saw was saying, uh, "Van Dyke, come outside. Pablo Mari wants to talk to you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Imagine if he did. Imagine if that was his first move. Obviously, straightener to Van Dyke, <laughs> lays down a gauntlet. He looked disciplined. I mean, he was at City for three years from the age of twenty-three and couldn't make an appearance for them. 
I didn't realise that. Yeah, didn't he was sent that. out on loan to the Spanish second division, came back, apparently said, like, look, I need to be playing. So they sent him to Flamengo. He got straight in the Brazilian team of the year, so you can say what you want about the quality of their league. He's the first Spanish player to win whatever like the cup competition is over there. So he's got a couple of accolades in that time, but then it's how do you come back? Apparently City were going to activate his buyback clause and then it looks like they don't have as much money to spend as they would oh, right. perhaps like you to think they do. Okay. They had a 20 million buyback on him and that was apparently going to be their option. They did it by excitement. They yeah. always got that in the locker. Well, they did it for Angelino and they've loaned him out this window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I did see a tweet that says, slower the Mertesacker, so I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if so, let's get the race on. Yeah. Let's see if Mertie's still got it. If he's only slower than Mertesaka, the cur- the the spinning of the earth will be like literally you won't be able to keep up with that. It'd be curdling on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Aston Villa then, so they got Danny Drinkwater on loan, Pepe Reina from AC Milan on loan, Mbwana Samata from Genk on a permanent transfer, Louis Barry from Barcelona on a permanent transfer. Pepe Reina. I think it'll right window for Villa there. Yeah. That Louis Might not be enough to keep him up, but it's not a bad window. Louis Barry was meant to be class. It's West Rom he came from, was it not, when he hmm. went over there. So yeah. There was an Arsenal youngster that went over there as well at around the same time that we had Chris Willock go to Benfica. And then it didn't work out for him there. So yeah. I imagine it's a tough youth system to be in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's worth a chance if you're getting him on a free. I saw someone say Rainer's going there is the sure sign they're going to win a trophy because then he can be giving it stacks on the open top bus on <laughs> celebrating a trophy that he hasn't really contributed much to winning. <laughs> that would be class if they won the League Cup. Although you would have the, for every other team that doesn't win something, Aston Villa have won a trophy more recently than... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, let me tell you, Spurs... I know, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Drinkwater, you assume they're paying his wages, which... Probably can't be fun. He's going to have to put in a very good... He's going to have to keep him up to make it worth that. And I'm not sure he's that guy. <laughs> he does not have that in him. So, when's McGinn back? He's up for most of the season, isn't he? I thought it was March sort of time. But I'm like, wrong, but it, it could yeah, be, be done and dusted by Yeah. <laughs> Rainer, is, is he going to be their... He's not their starting choice keeper, is he? He's, he's their backup, because he's not played yet. He has, he's had a couple of games. Oh, oh I thought um, it was someone else in the net. No, because they had the um, they put the other lad in goal for the cup. Oh, okay. And that's... then he obviously went and had a good game, and they're saying, what are they going to do in, in the final now? That but explains it. Reynolds only brought in because um, he got injured, didn't he? What age was he when you signed Reynolds? He was younger than you think. He was like 23. Because I bet... Well, well, he was going bold. I thought with the weird rules, he might count as homegrown with how these things work. <laughs> like if Arsenal were to bring back... Well, if any club was to buy Chesney now, he counts as homegrown, homegrown yeah, yeah, yeah. those things. So Brighton, I didn't see much about this. They brought in that um, Tariq Lamptey from Chelsea, the one who came on against us at the Emirates, at fullback, uh, yeah. who refused to sign a new deal there, said he'd seen enough what happens to the young players that sign a young deal, sign a deal and wait for their chance. That's not the best you want to hear with Lampard there now. And so he went to... Um, any, any other chance, it'd be He went to Brighton for four million. They're built, you'd think, if they do go down, they could probably make your fist to coming back up again. Which I do think does seem to be the case with a few of these clubs down there. Where I think 
so Norwich, even Villa, of Villa have spent a bit more, so I imagine the wage bill is a bit harder. But I do think they're kind of thinking they can keep the manager and the set they've currently got and go again next year if the worst happens and they do go down. You do get that feel with some clubs. Like I never looked at Stoke and thought, you're coming straight back. I never looked at Fulham and thought, you're coming straight back. No, no, for sure. And it's usually, if you don't come back that first season, Bounce that's back. when it's like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought Borough would be back sooner than <laughs> it looks like they're going to be. So Well, they were, Borough were the classic case in point where you ever debate how the old firm would get on in England, they started buying Celtic and found <laughs> out, oh shit, it gets us relegated. <laughs> Chelsea, so no ins, no real outs. So after all that fuss about getting their January transfer window back as well, and they didn't well, sign I, I they didn't do it. I don't think it's because of Lampard, because he kind of called them out, didn't He's he? He's made it very clear he wanted to sign well, off. In, in a way that I was a bit surprised by. There was actually. an article on The Athletic, and they were saying, essentially, Chelsea need Champions League this year, because the amount of money that Abramovich is currently pumping into the club just to keep them afloat, they can't physically do it for much more for much longer than another season yeah. without that Champions League money. They're not they're, like as a club worth in terms of their yeah, like, yeah. net value and stuff. I mean, it's not where you think it would be. I mean, Tottenham are like Tottenham are the most the uh, the most profitable club in London at the moment, and I can't remember whether it was then Chelsea or Arsenal or Arsenal then Chelsea. Well, everyone kind of banks, don't they on? Look, if you pay the money, you win the trophies, then you're going to pick up a fan base and it's going to go from there. It ain't quite well, is it? it? And it might do if you have a bigger stadium, but you you mm. can't profit on people streaming your games in no, Saudi no, no. Arabia. No. Yeah. No, they've built a decent, well, in terms of the numbers anyway, their constant preseason tours of America suggest that they've had a growing fan base there, but that doesn't translate to like you said, how much revenue does that create? I don't know. Yeah, I feel know. like some of that is like, it doesn't matter what NFL teams come to England, You'll go we and go watch. and watch it. And yeah. So if you get Premier League teams over there, yeah, probably is the same thing. Yeah. It's interesting actually because you, um, you look at, you. I almost want to say that if City hadn't have been bought over, then Chelsea would still be that club full of plastic fans and they might still be all right. But it's also, it just shows the pedigree of that, Buying you buying yourself to the top level, um, and the sort of fan base that that comes with, can come back to bite you if you do suddenly stop. If you do not well, lose because the thing wasn't because it? Because, he the plug because it's false. It's fa- it's not it's not secure profits. I mean, like live like take Liverpool for example. They've got that solid fan base from their like from years and years. And no yeah. matter what has happened over the years, that fan base not has always yet. made strong. Yeah. Um. You look at and then it make made more sense actually in terms of moving forward these you know these rich billionaires that are coming in to buy clubs where it makes sense to buy clubs yeah, I mean yeah, it makes yeah. a bit more sense why Newcastle might be a more popular choice than um, like, hmm. like in hindsight than something like um, I don't know what, yeah. what Chelsea you know what I mean yeah well, well we know Chelsea fans which is what adds an extra bit to the game when you play Chelsea so mm. you've got your brother we've got Jack we've yeah, got yeah. Sam a couple of others even if you don't know any United fans you're still going to want to beat United. Yeah, yeah, if, easy. If I didn't know any Chelsea fans, then it would just be like a game against a big club for me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah agree. Losing, yeah. like, there's no... When it comes to, like, football banter, nobody really cares about Chelsea. They have to force their way into the argument. Yeah. Uh, the money thing's the only thing that's ever sort of got into people, hasn't it, with yeah. Chelsea? So, I think there's... It's, there's, it's, it's an interesting race for football that you've got really a position where... 
Tottenham, Chelsea and United all desperately need it as a club, need mm. Champions League football. Well, do you think Harry Thiele is going to be United? Uh, really? I don't know how they're going to do it. I think it's going to be like um, Spurs last year and Chelsea, where they just fell over the line because everyone else... It does seem like, to be you say, the, you say already that. going I mean, like Leicester have obviously hit a, bit of a, hit a bit of a bump at the moment. Vardy stopped scoring. Can you not see them dropping points all of a sudden out of the blue? I can, but I would also back them to s- salvage it. If 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 I had to put a tenner on Leicester or United blindly mm. without knowing who they were playing, so they were yeah. going to random it- random spin a wheel to say they're going to play them, I'd sooner put my tenner on Leicester. Yeah. If your life was Chelsea. on the line, I'd rather have it in Leicester's hands than well, one of the other yeah. teams. I had Leicester to beat Chelsea at the weekend. I was genuinely shocked that they weren't able to pull it off. But yeah, what's the sure. point gap at the moment? Is it like seven points between Chelsea and Leicester or something like that? Or is it a bit more? That's, it's, it's around not, that sort of it's mark. Not, it's definitely it, not over 10. Eight, I know that. Eight was in my head. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a healthy enough gap that I think. Because bearing in mind, what is it? Is it mm. Chelsea are still, is it three points above Spurs or is it four? Uh, I four. I'm. Because I think sure. it was six. And then obviously, yeah, yeah. Spurs won and they drew. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? Um, there's a. I can't remember if it's now brought it more likely, but I think United can hand the trophy to Liverpool if they beat City at Old Trafford or something like that. Is that right? Well, that's a constant thing with that now, though, isn't there? It's, it's changing. Well, obviously, every time City drop points, it's mm. who can hand the title to Liverpool. Yeah, I I, I feel like if the City drop points one more time, then that is that situation can play out but effectively it's only six weeks away or something like that that Liverpool can confirm the title if it's pretty crazy isn't it yeah I'll you're checking out now are you the table yes eight point gap between Chelsea and Leicester Leicester and Spurs are four points off off Chelsea Chelsea so yeah. a 12 point swing would have to get Leicester out of the top four it's not impossible but no I do think they've got enough about them to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All it the, takes. The is... tricky thing for them is that same thing with a lot of happens with a lot of teams over the years, where there's some, albeit relatively small, but there's an, some initial talk of they're in a title race, and then when they just you drop out, that I think you can quite quickly free fall into a position where you don't, it's probably happened with Spurs mm. before, where they were the, sort of the third team that talked about for a bit of title. Next thing you know, yeah, it's a battle for fourth, and you're in a different battle that you didn't think you were going to be in. Yeah, it's, it's mad that after. Liverpool, who've obviously lost no games. The next closest is having lost six games, which is Man City, Leicester and Arsenal. <laughs> and you look at our season. Of draws. Yeah. Someone said the joke's going to be on Liverpool when they go unbeaten, but we then draw our next 100 games <laughs> <laughs> to then beat the record again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Liverpool, oh no, sorry, Palace. Palace brought in Cenk Tosin, which is a weird, weird transfer on loan. Did he score on his debut? No, his debut was against us. Okay, he that got, was off the bench though. So. He got a goal, didn't he? And then, um, yeah, then you remember he was Cenk Tosin. <laughs> yeah. Stopped. So that was all they did. I know they were trying to bring people in. They had a couple of deals fall over the line. They were going to get Jared Bowen, who we'll get on to later. And then mm. obviously he's gone to West Ham. Liverpool brought in Takumi Minamino from Salzburg for an undisclosed fee, and that was the extent of their business. Good deal, I think. Yeah, hopefully. Doesn't quite look physically ready, I think, at the minute, but that can come. It was, it was kind of that sort of signing is what I was talking about in the summer. When we forget now, and it obviously looks ridiculous now, there was a little bit of concern, wasn't there, that 
City had brought in people like Rodri and it had gone again and Liverpool hadn't really strengthened. So there was kind of a, if we lost on squad depth the year before, what, what was going to happen this year? It was kind of looking at people like him that would add more depth to the squad, I felt. I've seen the same Arsenal fans criticising Minamino that are telling people to have patience with Pepe. So <laughs> if you ever wonder what Twitter's like, there you go. And it it sounds maybe um, a little outlandish to say, but at 7.25 million or whatever it was, even if he does turn out to be shit, it's not <laughs> It's not really too much skin off your nose, is it? Not 72. <laughs> no, no. On to United then. So they brought in Bruno Fernandes. Finally, they paid the fee that Sporting wanted at the start of the window on the last day of the window. <sighs> yeah. And then in terms of... Oh, they also brought in Ozzy and Agallo on loan, <laughs> who... I mean, I put it in our group chat earlier, but that, for, that was for everyone else's benefit, Sky Sports put a headline up earlier. A long, long time ago, Manchester United signed a certain Frenchman and no one really expected much from. Igalo could have the same impact as Cantona for United. <laughs> but there were quote marks. Has someone actually come out with that? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Mikey said he saw someone say it on Sky Sports News. Fuck me. So they actually had to put their they put their face to it, not just like their name <laughs> on the loyal article. I hadn't realised he was only 30. Uh, he, he did have that little spell at Watford where he did look a player, yeah, one season. Yeah, and I think it's quite telling when you have that and then go to China, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Normally tells you what your character is. And I feel then, like he'd have the same level of impact. He's going to have the same level of impact as in Sean going to Australia to stop the fires from happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. In terms of outgoings, they had Ashley Young who went to Inter Milan. So they lost their club captain. And... Uh, Marcus Rojo, who went on loan to Estudiantes after they couldn't find a buyer for him in the European market. <laughs> Desperately tried flogging him. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes does look a player. I'm basing most of that on football manager, but he looked <laughs> he looked like a bright spark in their team. This is normally the part Saturday. where you tout in your football manager progress, yeah. which... <laughs> well, I can't tell you. They're mostly like regen players now, so... Can't really You've say gone too, too far. Twenty twenty five, and Theo Walcott's my assistant manager. <laughs> I did think that game was a kind of a case in point of if you put anybody with some technical ability <laughs> and some forward thinking sort of player, that they're gonna look better than they currently did. Have you mm. seen the clips? You know, we swapped shirts after the game. Did you see that? So Bruno Fernandez swapped shirts after the game. Okay, with I think it was their new sign in that. Podence, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and De Gea walked past him, and he doesn't recognise it's him. He thinks it's a Wolves player, <laughs> and, goes, and goes to shake his hand. That's so good. Oh, People are also saying it probably does show how much sign if United means when he's giving away his first shirt. Oh yeah, I was going to say that's an odd thing to do. Your debut shirt, you'd think you'd keep. Someone said like, he's a winner. He doesn't want to keep his shirt if he's nil nil. <laughs> Did you see Solskjaer's latest excuse as well? Saying he thinks the ground staff move the, goal. move the goals a couple of inches to the left. And that's why all the shots, it looked like they were shooting in one place and the goal wasn't there then for it to go in. No, I mean, he I, didn't say that. He did say it. I assumed it was a joke, but... I, it must be a joke. Yeah, but the know. problem is, in his position, you almost can't make those jokes because you've come up with so many clangers. That's as I said the Mourinho would say. I did see someone say, like, looking... F- Looking forward to a Oli post-match interview is quickly becoming sort of like their version of Arsenal fan TV, where people are just yeah, gripped yeah. waiting for it. He also did say, in quotes on his Sky Sports interview, how many teams break down Wolverhampton? 
They're a hard team to play. I'm very happy with my boys. <laughs> it is, and it? it's just painful. And I'm not even a United fan. I asked Connor about coming on the podcast, and he said he doesn't want to talk about United any more than he has to. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an Arsenal fan. I've, sorry, I've got a, a colleague of mine at the moment who's a United fan, and I don't think he's actually t- spoken about United in over a year. He's just. Do, do like, you not sort of feel that that's cheating? Yeah. It is do cheating. Do you not sort of feel like you, you have to face up to it when you're shit to enjoy it when you're good? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Use. I wish that was the case because a lot of Liverpool fans, we wouldn't be hearing anything from <laughs> at the moment. Well, this is, this is exactly what I would. This is exactly a case in point, I think. I think There's people I went to school with who said they weren't supporting football anymore because it was terrible. Yeah, I, I would say um, there were sort of dormant Liverpool fans, if you like who you wouldn't have heard from for years on end, and now suddenly you do hear from. I do think... You now pop up every week to say Jürgen Klopp's Reds. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think you've got to... Uh, you've got to take the shit to... You've got to, you've got to enjoy a bad time because it amplifies the good. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. That's why I cried after being Hull in an FA Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle were busy then. They brought in Nabil Bentaleb from Schalke on loan with um, an option to buy. I think it might be an obligation to buy unless they get relegated, which... What a throwback player. Yeah, essentially all of these are obligations unless they somehow get relegated and then it's all right, you don't have to pay. <laughs> so is Danny Rose going to have to stay there? I think he's the exception. He's out of contract, isn't he, actually? Because that was the whole thing was he I was saying, so, like, yeah. okay. they ain't getting rid of me. Because he, oh, yeah. he did that interview where he said, look, you're going to hear rumours about me leaving again in January and I can tell you it's not happening. It's like, <laughs> and he's ended up at Newcastle. <laughs> Rough gig. Valentino Lazaro from Inter Milan. When you haven't heard of an Inter Milan player, it's not a good. <laughs> Especially the way they've been. He has the name of someone who should be good. <laughs> yeah. Valentino Lazaro is a name destined to be a footballer. It's like 20 bags if it is made permanent, so I hope they do. But <laughs> <laughs> he is good. They dropped 40 on Joel Linton there, so. Yeah. And Danny Rose on loan, saying he's happy to be at Newcastle because he only found one good chippy in his old time in London. <laughs> I bet he said it with a smile on his face. <laughs> in his usual charismatic way. What? Why was he... Why is he not getting games at Spurs? Because he's no worse than any other fullback they've got. He's a good player, but it's all about attitude with him, isn't it? It's it's just if he's falling out of Mourinho, like there was a few rumours, then Mourinho's not going to have him in that squad, is he? I mean, if ever there was a pair destined like, to let, fall out. Let's be honest. I think Mourinho is one of those managers of where, like, if you don't maintain a positive mindset and you haven't got the right attitude when things are going south, he's not going to want. Already in the team every week. Is yeah, but he's got a bit of enthusiasm about him. Is there not, much enthusiasm? Is like, there not a little bit of practice what you preach with Jose as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the manager... He might I, be the first one who turns when it's, the manager, things got to go wrong. The manager could be in a different... is in a different position, though. I, like, he's, he has to... He can always be the front for it and divide that flack. If he, he wants to have his players... I think I'd quite like him to come into training just being like, look, Danny... I can be miserable as fuck, but I want to see you. <laughs> I saw, I'll do what I want. I saw a caption on that video of him sprinting just before we started saying, um, when your mum's having a go at you for five minutes and you say something under your breath as you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> with that sprint. <laughs> that, is, that is the best thing there is. Literally so many, so many so memes good. that you can make with that. So good. It's, it's like... It's kind of like you, you're losing an argument with your mum and then you, she 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 gives you a window of where you can have it, like get her on something and then you go up. It's like, yeah, yeah. 
full marks to the assistant manager for make, basically getting him to do that as oh, well. I gotta go home and watch that video again. It's like the best thing I've seen. That, that, that was better than the actual game itself, and I'm just saying that was hilarious. Aside from that, that is quite a nice pickup for Newcastle when they lost. Um, begins with a D. I feel like an idiot now, but they had the loan signing who was who's come in and he did his ligaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. you mean. Um, the oh, don't say Debushi. No, no. <laughs> it does something. No, no. Um, I was going to say, um, uh, Jethro Willems. There we go. So it was. Oh, I was no going to say, I was going to say Kieran Trippier, but no. <laughs> so they were busy. They were far away. Sheffield, who Jack Rodwell gets another lifeline, so he's now there. You'd At think... one point, they have Raval Morrison there as well. Yeah, they just loaned him out. Just loaned him out. So it's like one one trouble the former prodigy for another, and then. I mean, I said I wouldn't keep talking about football manager, but you kind of have to. Their scout must have just been playing football manager because three of the first players you look at are Sander Burge, Richaro Zikovic, and um, Panos Retsos. And they've brought all three of them in. <laughs> <laughs> so they must be playing football manager. You'd love to see that. Zikovic and Burge have been around for ages on there. Mm. Sunderbird. That's how anyone knows who he is. Because no one's watching Genk play every week. Yet a lot of people are like, he's a cracking player, you know. He's already got his own <laughs> chant as well. <laughs> yeah. We had gone down too much. Southampton who brought in Carl Walker Peters on loan. We said that already. Spurs brought in Gedson Fernandez from Benfica, which is a loan with an option to buy. They made the signing of uh, Giovanni Lo Celso permanent for fifty five million. And they brought in Stephen Bergwijn from PSV for a reported fee of around 20 to 30 million. That's Stevie Wonder going about <laughs> there. Stevie Wonder. And in terms of outgoings, Christian Eriksen to Inter Milan. Yeah. No, I think um, like we didn't we didn't talk about the um, the Eriksen pod. Like I I no, said, no, didn't no, I? Then no, we, we did. We did. Well, <laughs> uh, like, you didn't we, make it. You didn't highlight the point that I was going to say in terms of when we initially said about it, they were offering eight million for him, and Levy wanted twenty million. I said, oh, like, well, even though he's got a year contract, we'll get way closer to twenty than they were going to wait. And it was like eighteen million in the end or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was like sixteen. Yeah, million. I, I think it was good for sixteen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. That was I could have sworn it was eighteen. Regardless, pounds. I thought it was like eighteen point five. Regardless, probably sixteen million pounds, eighteen euros. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. it's horrendous business. In what way? A twenty-seven-year-old creative midfielder who could go to almost any team in Europe for probably a hundred plus million, and you've allowed his contract to run down to the point where you can sell him for reports at anywhere between twelve to eighteen, if you're being generous to Spurs. Well. Let's be honest. I mean, your hands are kind of tied. If he refuses, I, I think there there was plenty of decent offers on the table by the sounds of it. Last summer, you could have sold him for probably pushing a hundred million pounds. Could have, but rather than because he was never going to sign. When he started sulking, I can imagine other clubs giving him the. You know what? You show me a bit about you. I don't like there. I'm not willing to invest in that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In Love Island, he's kicked up a bit of a fight, yeah. spat the dummy out, <laughs> and that girl he thought was going to go with him, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah. In Real Madrid. Serie A looks probably like he's going to be perfect for his game. Yeah. yeah. And I, he troubled his wages. Yeah. Happy for him. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do well there. The um, But yeah, in terms of uh, Stevie Wonder signing, I can kind of see what Mourinho's doing in terms of just... Because obviously we needed a striker, but he's gone for that more aggressive uh, option on the wing. Um 
consolidating the creative talent with hopefully Lacelso yeah. and allowing Sun to hit that take that dominant striker role. Jose did it though as well, where he would put Hazard and William down the middle mm. at times. So. He yeah. could just be doing the same thing. But it worked. It worked to the weekend. I mean, the counter-attacking style against the possession was exactly what we needed to do against City. It was nothing more than a pre-season friendly, that game. Excuse me? What was City playing for? What, what about? What was City playing, they were playing for? for? They were playing for Revenge of the Champions League last season. They already had that when they won the league. You're telling me that you, that, that, that had no whiff of a friendly game about it at all? No. Sterling should have been sent off. Crushed. It should have been. It was a leg break. I don't care. Look, look, nothing oh, okay. sinister in it, but it was a I leg break. I thought you were for the dive. saying for the dive. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the dive. Not for the Some dive. people are adamant about that. But that second, the second one. No, sorry, the second one. Um, that was he shouldn't. He should have got a yellow for it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was never a penalty. I think if any club doesn't have the right to complain about referee decisions, it probably is Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Based on what? Matter VAR decisions that have gone Sun, our way. Son's red card being rescinded after he snapped a leg in half <laughs> was probably quite a big one. No, no. But it wasn't his fault though, was it? He's not that type of player either. Really that's, what you, that's what you're not looking into. He's not that type of that, player. The, no, he charged no, down no, after And he apologised on the camera. No, yeah. he, he charged down after him and hit him from behind. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. You know, if, we're you talking, know, if we're talking VAR... We can talk about that Champions League game. <laughs> well, the stats were out recently. The amount of decisions that have gone against your team with VAR, and we rank it. We were one of the most. Te- we were one of the teams that had most VAR decisions gone against us. We, we were one third, third at the Premier League. We were the third highest team that had, had most VR, VAR decisions go against us, and Arsenal were had same, more gone their way than us. So the same. I, I've just, seen one. Let's not go down that route. Third in the table, so I think people pick <laughs> these up when they go along. Just hope you don't question it. Yeah. Potentially a big January for Spurs, that though. The three three players who could be useful signings. At the moment, it looks decisive. That was the exactly the performance that you wanted and result you wanted after a January transfer window. I'm not, I'm the thing not is, sure though, fifty-five million pounds for Lacelso could either look an awful, awful buy, or he's starting to look a good player. I've seen people saying. So, like, oh, he's already made a place. I don't quite know that, but well, I, I'm not going to come out and say that I've seen enough, remotely close enough from him yet to go and go. Yeah, he's got a lot of promise. For me, it is still a massive gamble. Let's be honest. Yeah. Do you do you think at it's this point we can safely say that before Jose signed on the dotted line, he did quite clearly say, "You're going to have to back me here," oh, because we kind of assume that wherever he goes, that we. Yeah, have. but I mean, Poch wasn't getting. Nearly hundred million spent in January. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So we can't do. On to the next. We have only a couple of teams left. Um, Watford brought in Yao Pedro, who's made headlines for dating a fifteen-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Ignacio Passetto for Udinese. West Ham did a Chelsea and sold Darren Randolph and then brought him back. <laughs> they also brought in Thomas Susek from Slavia Prague on loan and Jared Bowen for 20 million and he only had six months left on his contract as well. <laughs> Alex, you mind letting that cut in? I, West Ham going to West Ham scratching here, away. Yeah. So yeah, Jared Bowen in here and then Wolves who brought in um, Daniel Podence, um, Luke Matheson who's another FM baller from Rochdale and then just to round up the rest of the window in Europe, some of the deals you had Emre Chan, who went to Dortmund. 
You had Steven and Zonzi who went to Rennes. You had Yannick Carrasco who returned to Atletico under the radar. You had uh, Piatek who went to My Her for Berlin Boys. That's a strange move. That's an odd move. It looks to me like a lot of the gossip we saw over the last month was agent talk trying to draw up a move. Trump, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Wasn't happening. Um, Paco Alcacer went to Villarreal. TK's boy Suso went to Sevilla. Yeah, I did see. Ben Arthur went to Real Valladolid on a free. That's just. I only recently realised it's not Real Valladolid. So I just don't issue. It's Real Valladolid. Uh, Owned by Ronaldo. Danny Olmo went to Leipzig, Victor Moses to Inter, Zlatan to Milan, my boy Ezekiel Palacios to Leverkusen, and Haaland to Dortmund. Haaland not to Dortmund, is he? <laughs> Twitter didn't tell me that. He's balling out. He needs to stop scoring because it's just <laughs> every week we're just being told is games to goal ratio. And I imagine United is sick of seeing it as well. <laughs> Especially when Solskjaer has admitted he like flew out to Norway to see him several times and then tried to cut Mino Raiola out of a deal which was never going to end well. Fucked it. Shall we move on? Or if I, who do you think had the best window, Alex? Um, I I gotta I gotta say um I gotta say Spurs at the moment. I don't see I don't see why not. I'd agree. But I'd say off- they can't possibly not finish top four now. <laughs> done it I mean like it's hard it's how you look at it I suppose I mean it's hard to it's hard not to look at the top of the table and go who's made the most decisive decisions and at the moment you'd say well Spurs because Chelsea haven't signed anybody Leicester haven't hang on Arsenal. when Spurs didn't sign anyone we were told that meant they had the best window <laughs> you know we can't I mean. win with these guys you know what I mean you know what I mean um, but you know, Newcastle done a bit of decent business that could help them save save themselves. Uh, and but Villa as well. You know, I do you know I, I'm gonna go with Aston Villa. I, 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 I'm gonna say Villa. If one of the clubs down there have business that keeps them up, then that has been yeah the best, hasn't it? Because yeah, I agree. Villa, higher up in the table, maybe isn't gonna have as much of an impact. Yeah. Villa did have to sign players because. They had like two leg breaks in the space of yeah, yeah. two weeks. <laughs> the hand was forced. For their main goal scorer and their main keeper. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at the two teams that have been forced to react through injury, which is Spurs and Aston Villa, realistically. If, if Bruno Fernandes turns out to be the player some predict, United would have had the best one. But yeah. that's quite yeah, a big if, isn't it? That in is the long true. term, I mean. Yeah. All right. If we get on to YouTubers and boxing before we hmm. get off the sport. So. First question, does it help the sport as we're being led to believe? It pulls down to, is any press is good press? You know, I, I wouldn't say it helps. Is There's, it though? Well, some of the news stories we've covered, I think we can safely say <laughs> not all press is good well, press. Yeah, that's well, the one with 31 toes. Well, let, let's be... She did post that picture though. Look, <laughs> yeah, you knew yeah. what you were doing, love. Well, let, let's be honest. I mean, there is a growing distaste for certain boxing fans out there right now. Um, that get attention for being that guy in the pub who goes just hit him and all that sort mm, of stuff. Mm. But I think Not those sure sort of people, though, they, those sort of people, because the you know social media, we get to hear a lot more from those people now. Those sort of people have always been around. Let's be honest, that they, they've yeah, always yeah. been there. Mm. Um, in terms of drawing attention to the sport, I think if it if it's utilised in a way in terms of not partnering these YouTube matches alongside 
headline people who are already headliners maybe partnering in it partnering it in with upcoming boxers uh, showing the roots of the sport a bit more then it can be used for some good but it's I just don't know how much of that audience you retain how much no, of the retain. people that Logan Paul against KSI how many then tune into the next Box. Yeah, they it, might tune into the next YouTube one if it's another YouTuber they know, like Jake Paul or whatever. Yeah, it's, but when you put it like you that, you never. I think the amount, the argument is supposedly that look, we're due in such huge numbers with this. If a certain percentage of them stay in, then we've won. And I don't think they get anywhere near the percentage they think they're getting. No, no, I'd probably agree with that. I if, think you it's just a, view, if you broke down the viewership, so those people, I think it's just a one-off. Yeah, event but really. Proper boxing fans aren't really going to watch. I mean, the only reason the boxers would potentially, like proper boxing fans would watch those YouTube fights is out of curiosity is to say, well, how good can these guys actually box? And the problem with a freak show is if you, they seem to be doing more and more of them. They yeah, seem to so be they, in the pipeline. Yeah. It's less of a attraction then. Yeah. The freak show is the one-off element. As much as I don't like it, give me one of them fights over seeing Andrade fight. Give me one of them over Billy Joe Saunders against a bin man from Latvia. Yeah. Because the guys who were being told are being disrespected by these guys fighting on the shows are stinking the gaff out more than the YouTubers. Yeah, but that, our argument with those is that they should be taking on the bigger fights, isn't it? It's not necessarily that we don't want to see them fight. For example... No, no, I'm just saying in in a long list of what is disrespecting boxing, boxing well, yeah. that's quite low down on the list. You'd say... Uh, someone fighting someone who's clearly out of their depth is worse than two YouTube fighters going at it who are both obviously... Yeah, I don't think we need them to have full press conferences dedicated to just them. (laughs) No. Because, I mean, DAZN are now in talks and apparently have 4.1 million on the table to go between Antonio Brown and Logan Paul. Yeah, I've I've seen a a lot of that. And it's whether Antonio Brown gets a team or whether he's going to fight instead. I feel like I'd be rooting for Logan Paul there. Antonio Brown has done that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I just, And the other thing, that the entertainment value of it is that suppose these two are just going to scrap. So we're not going to... We could kind of see that on the pub on a, you know, on a Saturday night, can you? It's not great quality. And for all we say about Andrade, Billy Joe Saunders, that is... A skillful fighter, at least. We just want to see them in better fights right. than they're currently being matched so, in. Uh, there was nothing skillful about what Andrade was doing on Sunday. If you think Wilder swings windmills, that's what he was doing against Keelan. I saw a, a couple of clips from him against Keelan. I thought, that is not a great sign. We are also in the company of someone that did buy the first pay-per-view for KSI Logan yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Are we not? I didn't buy it. The first was the first pay per view on in the Germans household. Uh, you watched it. I remember. Be honest, we, now we I, had the I conversation. Watched I watched we had it. The conversation. I didn't pay for it. Was the pay per view on in the Jones household? Yeah, it was, but I didn't pay for it. Okay, that's, that's all we need to know. This I, is. I, 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 I was going to watch it. Our curiosity. This is the guy who went to the strip club and didn't I, pay. I, I don't, this I, is the story. It's like, well, obviously I didn't pay for anything. I obviously, like, I, I don't claim to be. I don't claim to be a you know a dedicated hardcore boxing fan. I'm a I'm a casual no, no, I'm a casual what, fan. But what did Joey tell? Did you know them before? Uh, I knew KSI before. See, and, and I, I knew uh, like right. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. So I knew KSI before. Hmm. Um, like my younger brothers, like were saw like watched a lot of his content. Um, 
uh, back when they were playing FIFA and you, you sort of end up watching a little bit here and there and you sort of like, oh, you've got to watch this video. Mm-hmm. So I've, I watched a few of his videos, so I knew who he was. Um, and then everybody knew who the Pauls were just through general media stuff anyway. So you Probably sort of not look into stuff. Yeah, you so, so, yeah. Like when you, yeah, when you, you, so you look into it a little bit and it's, it's easy to hate them. Um, so I'll be honest, I tuned in because I was hoping to see one of the Pauls at least flat out on the flat out mm. on the canvas. Mm. That's why I tuned in to watch it. But it was also curiosity a little yeah. bit for me in terms of, well, they're, these both of these guys are claiming they've like you know trained really well. I'm actually interested to see how close it actually looks Can to to an actual thing. decent boxing yeah. match. To watch like are these two like from a like a sporting psychological thing. Like regardless of how guys these look in sparring and stuff before the boxing match, when it comes to actual performance on the night in front of loads of fans, how much can they actually maintain that discipline that they've yeah. tried to put down in training? So there was a bit of sporting interest behind it from a psychological mm. perspective. But long shot of it is, the selling point was, I was really open to see one of the Pauls laying <laughs> flat out on the canvas, let's be I honest. actually think that's the way they should do it. So rather than try and integrate it with other boxing cards, which is what they're doing at the moment, mm. they should do a one-off and have an undercard of all of these fights that people want to see. Yeah, yeah. And then, much like I've seen before in Battle Rap and other things, give each of them a pay-per-view code that they can give to their fans and whatever money they make through their fans buying the pay-per-view through their link, they can keep. And you would think with how the popularity works, the headliner is going to get paid the most. People who are the least popular are going to get paid less. Yeah. They can make their money that way. They yeah. can fund it themselves and they can go and put it on there, and yeah. then the people who want to see it can see it. People who don't want to see it... I, I think you can't. disassociate the name boxing as well from it, if you go down that line. You just call it a slight, like, fight... I know you can't call it fight well, night, just, but you just call it... It's white-collar boxing, but it just happens to be on yeah. TV, isn't it? It's more yeah. interesting now there's no head guards. That, that improves it. Yeah, but that yeah. Was, yeah, but that was because sure. they got a professional licence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it is more interesting when it's like that. I... I guess I agree with you in terms of just shoving one on one card out of the way, but I would probably try and get that so you do maybe like once a year. Where it yeah. just seem to be this is going to be littered throughout the year. Yeah. I do think because the more and more they the numbers they go, they go okay, we'll do it again, we'll do it again till it we'll until the well runs dry. Really. Don't just open, don't just have it restricted to YouTube as well. Open the doors to anybody. Yeah, like this you is, know, Piers Morgan wants to scrap with uh, something like that. Open this the is the thing where we had the conversation when um, Logan Paul and KSI was on that first time where we said this is kind of a world we don't really know in terms of YouTubers. I have really no idea too much about them. I probably less I did than a lot of people. But if they were two celebrities that I knew. I can't say I wouldn't be somewhat interested. I was speaking to someone at my work this week who has a um, eight-year-old son and we were talking about the YouTube stuff and how mental it is with some of the stuff. And she was saying that like the kids in his class sit there for hours watching people open patch, packs of like match cards and like Penny stickers on yeah. YouTube to I see just... what people get. I just can't work that out. And there's those ones like unboxing where they have a plain box and look what is in this box when we open it up and they get like hundreds of millions of clicks. It's it's just the the sheer fact of people are watching people playing video games. Yeah. It's like people are not even playing video games. They're watching people playing video games. I put the interview with Wonderboy on the channel and that's what he does outside of fighting. But Mm. there's a guy called Sean O'Malley who was banned by um, USADA for the last two years. I think it's 18 months, actually. But he's made more money 
on Twitch and gaming than he has in the UFC. Mm. And he's one of their brightest prospects. So there is obviously people do like to see it. And a reflection of the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on then? Cause... Well, if that Soldier Boy and Chris Brown thing had happened, <laughs> I'd have tuned into that. I'd have watched. 21 against and 22 Savage. If they'd put the Savages on the undercard <laughs> fighting for the name, I 100% would have been in. So maybe I'm just a massive hypocrite. All right, let's move on from sport then and we'll get on to some films. So the question I posed was films where the concept was better than the film itself. So something where you think it was a good idea, which wasn't done very well. And then we'll put that also, because if we just kind of, if you specify which one you think it comes under, if it's both Mm. at the same time, then you can do um, films where a remake today could potentially top a film that was made back then or in the past mm-hmm. yeah do you want to kick us off alex or yeah um so well we've mentioned it loads of times before but it, honorable mention to the purge we've obviously mentioned a lot of time but i'm gonna go with did anybody watch recently um it was a netflix film bright the one with will smith yeah in it. see that I, I think the concept of that was you know pretty good in terms of you know a bit of play on fantasy adventure but you know set in you know los angeles la um, through police, so almost like a bad boys cross in a way. I thought the premise of that was pretty good, but the delivery was ultimately very, very underwhelming. I think they realised, so they've been making a TV show for it now with the two leading guys because it was, wasn't it? It was like two hours of how much of a story can we fit into this mm. space of... Yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it just wasn't that very... As great as he is, I feel like you could put a lot of Will Smith films into this category oh, the idea was good and i came out of the film thinking fire he, a few. he he's well, on that, that was that film that absolutely was terrible i'd never watched it but it was the one where his son it's like the sci-fi film the adventure one do you know which one i mean after earth yeah after earth i never saw that but that was apparently he, shocking what was the film re- recently where there's Gemini two of man yeah wasn't I, that rated really well i saw the trailer for it and i thought this just looks because nobody watched it it was just like three people watched it just flopped. <laughs> no uh, he had a horrible decade, Will Smith. Like, say no. You yeah. can say no to a job. It's fine. Well, Will Smith, especially with the money you made. Will Smith became an Instagram influencer over the last decade. That's his films were that bad. Yeah. That well, even he Suicide, an Instagram star. Suicide Squad. I mean, Suicide Squad was terrible. He didn't sign up for the sequel. I don't think. No, he's not. But that they've completely overhauled that entire thing. But again, in in theory, when that was being dubbed, where yeah. everyone thought, yeah, you know what, this could be incredible. But yeah. Focus was quite good with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Yeah, focus is mm. good. I'll give you that. Yeah, I and I personally quite like the film, but I've seen a lot of people arguing it, and this is one I had for it. Where I thought, "I Robot" is a really that was good. It's a really it's a clever concept and something that could genuinely happen. But I, I do think potentially, if you say we could we do it better now, I think we could definitely do it better now. I saw someone else at the same about Hancock say that could be that could oh, have been done a lot better. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, I had. Um... Fantastic, Bring in your hot takes. Fantastic Four, which absolutely oh, yeah, that's just is been... mental that they've still not done a good one. Yeah, yeah. They do need to bring back Jessica Alba as Wonder Woman if do, they do it again. Do you know? Do you know what though? I'll, I'll admit the first when I saw Fantastic Four when it the um so not the one just yeah. the one originally. Yeah, I liked um, it. I liked it as a kid, and then you sort of rewatch it now and just go, "Oh yeah, that isn't actually that good." Especially the, particularly the second one, because that was right yeah. on the cusp of when you start to maybe judge it with. Well, a they bit sold more it sense. basically because it had Silver Surfer, and everyone yeah. thought how cool he was. Yeah, Doctor Doom should be the easiest character to make cool, mm. and they still haven't done it. No, but the most recent one, I think we watched it together. 
like two and a half hours long and then the villain didn't come into it till two hours ten minutes in yeah. and then in 20 minutes he rose up and was killed <laughs> it was it was awful absolutely awful that <laughs> that was literally I, I wanted to leave I wanted to walk out it was terrible <laughs> I just what? didn't I was just like oh, this is shit if one really we booked it late it. I think we were in like the third row as well so yeah. you had neck ache as well oh, yeah now yeah. it's a good thing I'm sat quite a bit away from you here so Godzilla should be the easiest film to make good. It's a giant dinosaur. So you're saying better concept than film. Crushing right. cities, yeah. Right, I'm going to crush you right now because literally you have no concept of what Godzilla is. So you you don't... Godzilla is the... <laughs> well, God, some some so complexity you, so he's not see, getting. So Luke, 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 Luke judges Godzilla... Luke Dodgers Godzilla. On like, his looks. He expect, he's seen Cloverfield and expecting it to be a giant monster film like that. Godzilla, effectively, and always has been, disregarding the 20, uh, 1999 or the 2000 Godzilla, whatever that year was, that Godzilla, what I've seen. Godzilla that effectively, Godzilla is effectively a superhero in like Japan. He's like, the way that you were surprised that the fact that you were surprised that he had atomic breath in the Godzilla film is like the same way that you'd be surprised if Superman had laser eyes. Another is, is, dreadful series Superman is. Like, like, you have no idea. Godzilla is a really... like. Don't get me wrong, I'll agree. The 2014... It was 2014, I think, With Brian Cranston. Yeah. It could have been better. And they were cheeky because, let's be honest, Brian Cranston... Yeah. Spo- right, spoiler alert. Missed the next 30 seconds. Brian Cranston being killed off in the first opening quarter was cheeky. It was very, very <laughs> cheeky. So they said he's in it. However, that. however, it is it's not for me, I would say it delivered on what I wanted it to deliver in terms of it brought out the little kid of me, who used to play the Godzilla Destroy All Monsters game as a kid, knows what Godzilla's all about, and just wanted a bit of monster fighting each other. The most recent one, Godzilla King of the Monsters, gave me everything I wanted in that respect. <laughs> I saw it twice at the cinema. I'm oh, not ashamed of it. I enjoyed it. It he was also- great. No, hang on. Two stories are related to Godzilla. First time he saw it, he told me he couldn't do the podcast. I then saw him in Tesco (laughs) with my mum. That's one. He was with your mum or you were with your mum? Hold on a second. When I saw you in Tesco's with... Was it? No, no. Hold on. That was the oh, night that oh. I, we were going to go somewhere. Don't turn this around. You finished the story. <laughs> we were going to go somewhere and I found you in Tesco's with your mum and you ditched it with me. No. Yes, no, I remember this story now. Yeah, no. I think Alex is right. No. Uh, yeah, no. you you just... <laughs> Secondly, the 2014 when we watched Godzilla, Alex had just passed his driving test and when I tell you he took us the scenic route back... <laughs> Yeah, I think I, he was I, like the duration of the film. We were going back from Cheltenham. I, I thought, I thought I knew a short. I, I it's not a road that <laughs> I've been along before, but I thought <laughs> I knew Charlton a shortcut. <laughs> I thought I knew a shortcut, and it effectively, I just, I and took after one all that, turning. He dropped me home. He dropped us on the main road. <laughs> he panicked. I, I dropped you. Out. I Get dropped out. you. I dropped you right outside your house. You didn't because I, I did because didn't. it was right on the you way didn't. where I was going no, to anyway. No, because I'll be able to get a source for this. Kieran came with us. Can you confirm that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And did you know where Kieran lives, don't you? He lives at like the top up the hill past the co-op. Yeah. So Alex dropped us on the main road and we got out and he looks at me like, well, well, he's thinking he's my mate. So he's dropped me off. <laughs> it's nothing to do with. I would have, I would have dropped, if that was a problem at the time, you know, I'm the sort of person that would have dropped you off right at your doorstep. But I'm pretty sure you, you guys missed the father. Yeah, yeah, just drop here. It's cool. It'll message you to make sure you got home yeah. safe. And do you know You'd what? I, and do you know what? Have I ever charged you fuel money? 
Absolutely not. So uh, there you go. Twice. Yeah, <laughs> sitting on sitting on your the high chair over there, never never knowing what the cost of fuel is. <laughs> what the cost of fuel is because I know an absolute rascal for charging fuel. <laughs> but Godzilla, you you'll admit with a big dinosaur crushing the city, that should be done a lot better. No, no, I think it delivered. I think it was as good as it could be. It's not a great film, but it was as good as it could be. My issue with Godzilla is very similar to another one I had where the concept, so the film 2012. Yeah. So it should be a cool film watching the world essentially fall apart. And then what are the chances that the family you're following from the start are one of the few that are able to survive the world essentially coming to an end? That's annoying. Well, isn't it like that's the you you would not follow it. Yeah, you you need to to basically accept that. The film has to center around a character. Name a film which doesn't center around a group of characters. Let them die off. That's a little bit like any like. Huh? A few of them did. A few of them, yeah. His father and his like a lot of people lost their lives in that film that were key characters. Well, I hope a lot of people did because the world was coming to an end. But but that's not for any sort of film. And they think, how did the, why is the protagonist surviving here? Yeah, not, yeah, well, they're the, they're the main characters. Not with all like, of them. Like, the whole world is coming to an end. And usually, <laughs> it centers a lot of films. But usually, so usually they're in a position where they're actively trying to combat the thing that's causing it to come to an end but, uh, so they have hang on this family were recycling hang on so they have some control over their own fate Godzilla you'll have it they'll get on like a tube train and it'll wipe out every other carriage <laughs> except their own right that is not putting yourself right, okay, okay, in a right. good this, place this is, this is what I find hilarious is that and I've seen you make this comment is like you didn't go and see Godzilla's King of the Monsters because you read a review that said basically, <laughs> basically, oh yeah, the the action, you know, the monster scenes are all good, but it's it, I I didn't really enjoy the film because the stuff going on around on the How ground. Long with it? The, uh, uh, How long was it? Near three hours long. Oh no, it's not. The latest Godzilla was over two and a half hours. You'll confirm that. That's a lot. Oh, I'm not time. sure it is, but to be honest, it doesn't feel like it was that good. <laughs> but anyway, I'll finish. I'll finish. But your criticism of it was the review of it that you agreed with that you didn't want to go and see it for was that basically the the monster scenes and the action is great, but the stuff going on the ground with the humans and the characters was unrealistic. It's a film about <laughs> giant monsters. Physically, the films that <laughs> literally the monsters that are so large that they physically couldn't exist. In like, oh. I, I, people who say people who say, and he's based his opinion off a review as well. Like Dangerous say, game. I can I can do this, and I can be that annoying person that essentially after Christmas says, "This is what you could have had." So I got you a nice Christmas present. What I originally was going to get was, you know, the like Funko figures. Yeah, was there was these three like Godzillas, but they didn't look like those. They were more like kids' toys. Three of them. Yeah, and I thought if he, I had a dream, that he opened them up and was fuming. <laughs> Like, gave me, like, a look. Like, everyone else has got something nice here. Like, you've got me a kid's toy. I would have been happy with that. It'd have been buzzing. Well, it's your birthday's in August, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not in August. You don't know when my birthday is. When's mine? Shocking. Shocking. When's mine? I don't want to talk about birthdays. <laughs> Mine's easy to remember as well. So's mine. When is it, then? You need to figure it out now. April 1st? No. It's Next time. month. Next, next month, month after that. May. Nearly August. No. <laughs> Not even close. Sun's out. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, let's get on to some other films. We've agreed Godzilla could be done better. No, we haven't agreed it. I've acknowledged your idea ideology on it, but give me modern day CGI with Jamaica deeper underground as the soundtrack to pay homage. Uh, that was a good soundtrack. I'll give you that. Mm. I'll give you that. I had the. I didn't know if this was a bit off key. Two books. One. Well, I, I won't make that comment. 1984 and the Bible. So two. They're both books. I was going to say one's more real than the other, and that could be open <laughs> Wait, are you tra- what are you saying? You saying the Bible could have been done better? No, I'm saying that with all the good stories, <laughs> maybe it could have. I'm saying with all the good stories in there, whether you believe them or not, yeah, you should have better films for those. Yeah, I think the only the only um, there's not even a good Moses film, and no. that should be well easy to do. Well, you had um, you had uh, oh, I've forgotten the name of the, the you know what yeah. film I'm thinking of. That was really disappointing. I was expecting yeah. big things from that, and it was ultimately quite meh. But um. I had one in my head a second ago, and it's gone from me now. Um, we've we've obviously Venom was a huge disappointment, yeah. which we've said before. So we'll go into that. That soon, should right? be again mm-hmm. easy to do. This won't age well with what Alex has just said about me and Godzilla. So I've not seen the film, <laughs> but I know the concept of the film in time. That essentially, once you hit twenty five, you don't age anymore. And so you have like one year left, but you can buy mm. or work yeah. to add extra time on. So essentially you can live forever if you're prepared to work for it or if you have a load of cash. Yeah. But that's something that could be done well. But I've only seen one clip where it's like the worst bit of CGI in history where a car goes off a cliff and it literally looks like a toy car that's oh, spinning around. No. Yeah, it's it, it was a film done on a low budget with a good concept. Justin yes. Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Um, I forgot the I've forgotten the the female lead in it, but yeah, she's um. What what has just come on the TV? <laughs> it's it's an old advert, I think, for a Kobe game. Yeah, there you go. Eighty-one points against the Raptors. Okay, so, bloke's feeding up a cow. Uh, he was dancing with the cow. Milkshake. Ah, uh, milkshake. Adverts, oh, okay. adverts used to be better. Yeah, he was shaking a cow. Yeah. Not, but um, yeah, nothing going, else. Not the slang. Nothing <laughs> else. Go, going back onto in time. Um, good film. It's one of those films where it's got it's got a few moments in it which are absolute like a gold, and then there's other moments which are just shite. You can see where the budget is. <laughs> where the, where the budget is basically spread it's, thin. Yeah, I thought the grey is good, but could be done. Yeah, better. I like it when it's kind of atmospheric in the snow, all that kind of thing. Yeah, wolves are quite underdone in films as well when they're not werewolves. Yeah, yeah. The uh, island was one. If you remember, with Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor, where yep. it's a good concept, where it's like clones that realise, yeah, that they're just yeah. effectively being farmed. Um, did you ever? What did you think of? Uh, did you ever see Van Helsing? With yeah, but that Hugh was Jackman. way back, wasn't that? Was like. That, I feel like, like it was 2006, and... maybe tw- at the 2006 yeah. at the latest. Yeah, it might have had 2001, which yeah. seems very early. For some reason, I didn't understand the same sort of time as The Matrix, but I don't know why that was in my head. No, it wasn't <laughs> as old as The Matrix. Um, it was definitely mid mid 2000s. Okay. But no, that is a, that could be done well. But you, with that kind of thing, you're struggling to not make it look like Hellboy. Resident Evil, that kind of like. Well, it depends how you go about fantasy, it. But 
where for adults, where yeah. they try and like differentiate, like kind of like what Doom was supposed to be, which is another one that could yeah, easily Doom, be redone. Well. Doom. I feel like there's a lot of horrors that could be on this list. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Doom pinpointed The Rock before The Rock was movie star The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the there was two attempted uh live action uh makes of Hercules, one with The Rock and one with uh well, it was one of the characters. I watched one with The Rock and it was yeah dreadful. Like, I watched uh, it with Sean. Yeah. Oh, I Jesus. mean that's that to be honest with all the li- the live action Disney stuff on the way at the moment, we might get a shot of Hercules. Yeah. Um, t- uh, I'll tell you what, uh, live action Tarzan. Tarzan's my favourite Disney character. That was dreadful. And it was dreadful. I'm not going to lie. Proper bad. Yeah. Um, I feel like Margot Robbie's been in another howler of a film as well. I feel like she's been in a howler. Sure Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was we've already mentioned. I feel like there's another one. This week done there actually um the Harley Quinn film. Uh yeah. Birds of Prey. Yeah, Friday night. Friday night. I haven't read any reviews or anything on it yet. Just I've gotten out of my habit of looking at IMDb before films. It's I a bad do for habit. the runtime. Mm. A lot to work out. Yeah. And if you're teetering on the edge and then you see it is about two and a half hours long and it starts at nine o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. You're done. Did you ever watch um, the film The Happening? That's the one where things start falling from the sky, isn't it? And they ripped it off in Scary Movie 4. No, no. So basically the premise is, is that basically something in the world is triggering every human being to commit suicide. Yeah. That's not things falling out of the sky. That was your description. That's what happens in the Scary Movie Oh right, yeah, it, I think. yeah. But the premise, it like the I remember watching the trailer for that and being really, really freaked out and scared, but also a bit like intrigued Wasn't as well. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. M Night Shyamalan as well. At the same time, when he made the trailer for the Village look really good, possibly. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, which is another film. Yeah, <laughs> which is another film. Yeah, that's in terms a good of show. ones where a remake could top the original, so more than it being just like a good mm. idea. So. I had a couple. I had Willy Wonka. I think you could do well today. Oh, I don't think you can beat the original, though. I think they tried, didn't they? Well, you've, there was there was the. Well, if you watch the original about now, then that'll look bad. Well, what's well, the, this what, actually comes on to a point I'll make in a bit, but him licking what, the wall. What's your definition <laughs> of the original, though? Are we talking about the original, or the talking about the one with Johnny Depp? When, who's calling that the original? I don't know. I'm just checking. <laughs> because what? the one with Johnny Depp wasn't that long ago. No, that was well, that was like 2008, maybe. Yeah, so which isn't that long ago. No, but I wasn't calling it the original. I <laughs> know, oh, just checking, I'm just checking, just checking for definition. All right, you'd be surprised enough. the amount of people that don't realise that certain films aren't the original films. That have how young are our listenership? There is, like, I remember feeling like an idiot considering how much I like the film, saying to someone how outraged I was that. They were in talks to remake Scarface. We were like, we know that's a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know, but don't remake that one. There is also a certain degree of if a film's made in like the 30s, (laughs) then a remake probably isn't too bad a thing. But remaking a film from 70s or 80s, I think, often doesn't work at this point. You'd get a load of woke people talking about their granddad staying in bed and then jumping up. When he suddenly gets to go to a chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the day I saw a tweet, you said that. Good morning to everyone. It said Grandpa Joe. Let his family <laughs> suffer all those years. Then as soon as he could go to a chocolate factory, he jumped out of bed. <laughs> Did you ever see? Um, there was only, there's only one good, one good um, 
in the trilogy. Uh, did you ever see Starship Troopers? No. It's like a Charlie Sheen in it. Um, it I, you right. have this awful habit where you do that into the mic and I have to try and take it out every week. I um, I think there's a... I don't think it's Charlie Sheen, but the actor, the main actor, looks a lot like him. It looks like a younger Charlie Sheen, but I don't think it is him. But yeah, Starship Troopers. Do you know what? Surprisingly, for when it was made, um, I think it actually does age reasonably well. Um, in terms of the same way that Star Wars does, weirdly. But the first one is, um, the first one's pretty decent, but could be worth a remake. The second and the third one are absolutely dreadful. Don't waste your time. Don't I have waste the your time. War of the Worlds could be done a lot better these days as well. Well, they just had the like the some sort of variation of that on the BBC, didn't they, or something like that? It was like a World War War of the Worlds, but set during World War One um, in the UK. Yeah, it was apparently terrible. My dad said he just watched the first three episodes of it. Um, well, they can remake Ghostbusters, and I'm not counting the one they that they've just done with. No, no, there's another one on the way. Isn't this with the same cast? I'm talking about remaking it as in like. No, it's got um. Isn't it the original cast redoing a sequel to Ghostbusters? I'm not sure, but Christ, it, how old are they? It's um, they're I've, old. It's a uh, is it Chris Rudd? Is the from Ant Man? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Have some respect. <laughs> but he's he's in it, and I think he's the lead. So, not too sure. All right. Well, that I, is. I um, I just feel with certain films like you could do a better film in and of itself, but I don't think it works. So like. Something like Jaws or even like Alien, which I think is a great film. You could do a better version of it now, but it's not as groundbreaking. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and does it satisfy the audience now in the way that it did then? Yeah, do you that's, know what I mean? that's the thing. It's kind of like... We I expect more in a way now. It, with this question, it goes down to what films do you really want them to take another shot at? Uh, what, what films do you just think would look better with better graphics? Like, if you spoke to someone of like your parents' generation, for example... They'll tell you like ET was the most revolutionary thing. Yeah. If you saw that to a kid now, they'd be like, "What's this? This ain't." Yeah. But at the time, it was an incredible film, and I think if they tried to do something else with that, it would do, do you know fall flat on its face, wouldn't it? I went. Um, I, I've been fortunate enough to go on a, a you know a Disney horror, holiday to Florida and went to Orlando. Um, the I went to. Boy, um, privilege. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like you're. You say that like you're not white. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to Universal and we went to the E.T. ride. Oh my God, is that an old ride? Like literally, it's like the same. What I probably feel about the same way about the film as I did about the E.T. ride. Well, it'll get you scared. You think maybe we might? <laughs> it might all go wrong. Yeah. Try bringing it back for the Sky. Is it Sky advert? Yeah, they got E.T. back recently. Yeah, I couldn't believe how bad Alien looked when I watched it back because I saw Prometheus before I saw Alien. Really? Oh, okay. And then Kieran brought it over and we watched it and I was like, what the hell is this? It was a guy in a suit. It was a guy in a suit, so it's like... more when he came at his chest. Yeah. Or her chest. Yeah, but uh, that's that's like vintage though. I don't think that looks bad. But it's a similar, similar thing you said about Star Wars, is that the original films are still revered in a different way to how they are now in terms of mm. how they're bringing them out. It's yeah. not saying they're not popular or anything now, but they're not held in the same sort of regard, despite the fact that obviously, in and of themselves, they're better done. Along with, I'll tell you one thing I want to say, along with Back to the Future, which I never want them to touch, another film which I would never ever want them to touch is Flash Gordon. 
<laughs> Never ever no, try and make Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon Flash Gordon needs Ted to be in touch. Yeah, I, I saw Flash Gordon before. T- I, Flash Gordon was cool before Ted. <laughs> I'll have that. They need to remake the Goonies with the cast of Stranger Things, and you've got a hit. That actually would. That you've would buy. That would buy. Do you reckon? That's certified hit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like, like like most things. The Goonies got would be an innocent film that would suddenly just become a little bit less <laughs> innocent. I can see where you're coming from because you've got woke about the ugly bloke. <laughs> I, 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 I can see where you're coming from because you've got Stranger Things and then you had it with a group of kids again as well, which kind of was sexual. Uh, and sexual, what was but the one? Imagine trying to get a kid to do the truffle shuffle now. <laughs> you couldn't do that in this day age. <laughs> this fat kid to do truffle, truffle shuffle. There was something eight got a film. There was, some, there was something eight though, wasn't there? That was before Stranger Things. Oh, Super Eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I had After Eight in my head, which was St- a chocolate. St- <laughs> Steven Spielberg. I've got one. Did any of you see uh, the film Matilda? Yes. The one we with the, the teacher who threw the kids with by their hair out of the school ground. Yeah, and the fact that he went the chocolate cake and the telepathic abilities. I reckon that. I reckon that could be done better now. I think that was what it was, wasn't it? I thought, nah, I reckon that'd be. My maybe... stepbrother was scared of that, so it did its job. You were, people were a little <laughs> with bit the guy, oof, with the kid who eats the cake. Scared. With the kid who eats the I cake. I always felt so bad for that kid. And then <laughs> saw it off though. Little did, little did I know that as I got older, he would soon become a internet meme for eating <laughs> ass instead of eating cake. <laughs> <laughs> did you feel the same way? Innocence is out the window. Did you feel bad for Augustus Gloop? Uh. A little bit, but he looked a bit grim. <laughs> so looked... yeah. That Violet Beauregard is such a bit of Alex. Who? He's 100% Google the Violet Beauregard now. And trying to see what she looks like now. Violet Beauregard. Actually, no. That's serious unfortunate. That is the one Alex said was good looking when she was 12. I'm thinking of Veruca, right. I'm thinking of Veruca Salt, who right. was a bit of Alex. <laughs> Apologise right now, or I'm going to tell you what, tell the world what you put in the group chat this week. I've got the power to edit things out. You haven't. <laughs> it, the truth will find its way out. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is true, though, isn't it? Because we do have... You put in the eye emojis next to the actress. No. Nope. The eyes could mean anything. No. Nope. Fake, Fake news. Fake news. Her age up. wasn't listed on IMDb. Set up. <laughs> set up. <laughs> Not having this. Too Not having old, this. No. I never watched the second series. Any other films? I've got... Things we could do a better remake today, The Irishman. We could already do a better remake than they did. They should rehash it, go again. Catwoman they could redo, because essentially they thought before, we'll put Halle Berry in a cat suit, and that will do it. And people, I mean, to an extent. People saw past it after the first, like, five minutes. People saw the holes yeah. in it. Um, I feel like we're missing some big ones here that are, like, plainly obvious. I'm trying to pick back picture back to my childhood of films that I've definitely... Well, it, I mean, here's ones that they haven't had much of a go at, so it feels like they should. Spider-Man or Hulk. There hasn't been enough films about the Incredible Hulk or Spider-Man. Let's have another go. The Hulk, they Sick of seeing just constantly There's only been different. two Hulk films. And they've been bad, so they could. They could, yeah. They you could shouldn't go, go too far wrong. There's definitely been more than two Hulk films, no, surely. Only been two well, Hulk films. He's, they've only been two like individual well, there's been more, but in our lifetime. Uh, what about uh, like it's not a film that's been. Uh, prob- do you know what? Probably has been made of like a really old film about it. Um, but uh, and obviously there's the Disney film, but um, Atlantis. 
Nobody's ever made a film about Atlantis properly, I don't think. Like you said, I think there was the one, but it the wasn't Disney very one. good. Yeah, the Disney one. I think one. I only got halfway through it as a kid. So A live action one of that would be good. Mm? Isn't that um, Aquaman? No. Which was bad. I feel like at, at that stage as well that you're struggling for a, a superhero premise. When you get on to Aquaman and Ant-Man, I think we're really struggling. It was Ant-Man spread was good. Ant-Man was good. Yeah, fucking Ant-Man. They got loads of. They got loads of. You got Squirrel Girl in this the works what, as well. Yeah. <laughs> People wondered why like the Green Lantern didn't work out. So well, come on, think about it. It's... <laughs> I feel. Um, what about? Ah, Independence Day, but not the shitty, not no, the shitty they remake. Did, yeah, they oh did redo it, and God. it's one of the worst. No, films not I've that. Ever re- seen. No, it wasn't a remake though. It was a, it was a ca- continuation yeah, of the story. A, Independence Day Part Two, a remake of a proper remake ridiculous. of Independence Day. Like, don't change, don't change, I feel don't like change any, don't change anything. In terms, to be fair, Will Smith could play the same well, bloody role. Oh, hundred percent. I, I feel like we were a bit disrespectful to Will Smith, but remaking Independence Day would be very disrespectful. You've crossed the line there. It's the nature of the film, not that you don't need another go as well. Yeah, I suppose. In, I mean, it was, a little bit like Titanic. You know, when they did Titanic two, you're like, well, the <laughs> we did this. Well, we saw yesterday that there's. There six is no gold films. There is a Titanic 2. Look that up. There's six gold there films. No Titanic there, there, come on, he's showing himself up there's again. There's no Titanic 2. Okay, alright, fine. You'll be telling me there's no Grease 2 next. There's no <laughs> official Titanic 2. This is it. If there was... What do you ti- mean not official? What makes you it s- official? You seem to have backtracked quite quickly. If, if there's... If like... Titanic okay, 2. Titanic 2 2010. Is- it's on Prime Video. A century after the fateful voyage of the original <laughs> modern luxury liner Titanic 2 set sail. Will this ship suffer the same fate as her namesake? Right. I'm gonna do you imagine to- if it's just a film where oh, but, but we had a lovely cruise so nothing says, really happened right, on the okay, 100th okay. anniversary of the original voyage a modern luxury liner christened Titanic right, 2 okay, okay, so my- follows the path of its namesake but when a tsunami hurls an iceberg into the new ship's path the passengers and crew must fight to avoid a similar fate right so my my point on it not being a Titanic 2 is that Titanic 2 that we're looking at on IMDB right now <laughs> is a film that's 90 minutes long Never was in any box office cinema or anything like that. It's one of the. It's basically in the same category as Sharknado. It's, That's what it is. It's got a one point six out of ten rating. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. People were so disgusted by there it. There was never. It? There was never a Titanic. I love the fact it's on Prime Video. It makes sense for reference, though, Alex. <laughs> in terms of things that look, just don't do it. Wow, that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there eyes on the funnel? <laughs> it looks no 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 hold on hold on. Do you know I feel like there's a, a Muppet character. Yeah, it's a Muppet that's character. What I was thinking. Um, next next week, rather than put um, an old sport thing on, I'll dig out one of these films on Prime that we'll have no sound on, but we'll just put it on. Get a bit, <laughs> yeah, one of the ones you spoke about the other yeah. week. Should we round this up? Because I feel like. We could go on all night. Yeah, we're talking, but I feel like people <laughs> aren't going to. People be... are thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. We'll actually have another episode coming later this week without Alex. So if Alex isn't your cup of tea, then you can tune back in. We'll be breaking down the UFC cards for the next couple of months with Rory, Jack Evans and TK. So we'll be back then. We'll have Troy back next week. We'll have Jack back next week. So he says, we'll see you soon. Goodbye.